0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Big Joe Klein is here, courtesy of our friends at Corky's Barbecue, Westmore, Justin Acre, Todd Pierce hanging over from the morning show, and he will be here for a bit, and then HB will step in like yesterday, Christian is on the mend, he's been a little under the weather the last couple days, mm. so we are wishing him uh, a quick recovery, yeah. looking forward to seeing him back here tomorrow. Uh, Friday, don't forget we've got Make a Wish coming up over in North Little Rock at the Wyndham. We'll be there. You can call in with a donation, come by with one. We'll have a phone bank set up, and I'm sure there's a. Well, I know there's a way to make online donations too. So, anyway, looking for some help then. But uh, Hogs need a little help after last night, and uh, boy, I hate to see him get manhandled like that. Although that is sort of Tennessee's thing. I will say yeah. this: we're not smart, and we're not right all the time. But pretty much nailed it. I mean, we knew it was going to be a rough game. Unfortunately, Tennessee didn't get the memo. They played pretty well offensively. And we knew that uh, there'd probably be a lot of free throws and it'd be a physical game. And Arkansas, unfortunately, didn't meet them. Uh, we also really liked uh, one of the other games last night. Was it
2: mm, AM? AM. At uh, uh, Ole Miss. At Ole Miss. Yeah.
1: Other than that, I don't know. I don't think we predicted anything else yesterday.
2: It was the most disappointing thing to me, and there were a lot of things to be disappointed with, was just the, the defense for Arkansas. For Tennessee to score 75 points, that that's a lack of defense. They looked slow. They looked sluggish. They looked tired last night. Arkansas is a good defensive team, and last night they, they, they didn't play very good defense. Uh, Tennessee was getting to the basket. That was creating problems when you have to have somebody come over and help then usually it's a big. That opens up the other big guy for a dunk or a slam or in more cases than not in the first half. An easy rebound because Tennessee would just shoot it and the big guy who was not being blocked out would just go get the rebound, put it back in. But it all was because of penetration and Arkansas had had been doing a good job of stopping dribble drive penetration Last night it was uh, Tennessee going to the lane at will.
1: They played with such great intensity. It was senior night, and obviously after Ziegler went down, everybody sort of held their breath. It was a terrible moment um, for everybody, by all accounts. He's a he's a heck of a you know kid and a heck of a player. We all know that. Just a sophomore, and I, I you know we all kind of know what we think it is. Um, but there, I was so impressed by how intense their big guys played. And to your point, I was shocked how sluggish. Everybody he tried inside was. I mean, they were all the same. I mean, listen, we've we've argued over Graham's ability to rebound. Last night he didn't look interested. And Jimmy Jimmy called him out. He's like, You gotta get him out of the game. He yeah. can't even be in there. And I don't always agree with Jimmy, but couldn't argue with that point last night, but the Mitchell the Mitchells weren't very effective either. It just mm-hmm. they got manhandled inside. Everybody played with a greater intensity. And if you don't bring it at a place like that, you're gonna get what you got last night.
2: I just chalk it up. They had, they picked a bad night to have a bad night. They didn't show up. And, and Joe, sometimes you, you just have a clunker, and I don't know what causes it. And, and I'm sure coaches, if they knew what caused it, they could stop it. But it, it was just one of those, I think you, you just chalk it up. That was a bad night, and that was a good team. And that's what happens when you don't play against a good team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's very true. Wes, I think you hit on two things, uh, the penetration I mean that's that's what you're trying to do all the time against every defense. You know you hear them. You either want to throw it in the post, you want to get dribble drives, pick and roll to get in there so you can collapse the defense zone. You want to get it to the high post, short corner, to collapse the defense. And you know Arkansas could not penetrate their defense. They were trying to do too much ISO. Well, you're you're not ISO in Tennessee. It's not happening. You gotta run stuff. You gotta set picks. You gotta throw it into the post. Uh, you got to do other things, but you're not going to play five out and just take somebody off the dribble. It's just, it's not going to happen. They're too good. They're too physical. They're too deep. They can keep running guys at you. And so I think that was the number one problem. And then what bloomed from that was the physicality at the basket, the missed shot. You know, when you did have a missed shot, they got it back and just out rebound you, out toughed you. Uh, so at one end, they're they're getting to the basket every time, yeah. and you're you can't get into the lane, and you're you're having to shoot step back threes and all this stuff, and uh, with a hand in your face and it, the the difficulty of the shots that Tennessee was getting compared to Arkansas were night and day. Yeah, and if they did miss it, so a lot of times Tennessee was getting mm-hmm. another crack at it and another crack at it, and so. They only had 10 offensive rebounds, but it seemed like a lot it more. It seemed like. It well, they got like,
2: nine in the first half, and it was a 12-0 uh, second chance I mean, I saw that half. this
0: morning. I mean, that's the first thing I looked at. I thought they I thought they were going to be well, – I thought they'd be teeter. I didn't think they'd have 20, but I thought they'd be in the high teens, and I was shocked to see that they only had 10. I was like, well, they
2: did. Arkansas did a better job in the second half. Tennessee only had one offensive rebound. Tennessee only missed 10 shots in the second half. So there were only 10 opportunities for offensive rebounds.
0: That tells you you're getting some really good looks.
1: Here's the thing about Arkansas, too, though. I mean, and again, it was largely predicated on the first half, but you you get four of 16 shooting from three. That's a benefit. I mean, and same thing against right. We talked about this against the Alabama game. Mm -hmm. You get poor shooting from outside, and Mm -hmm. you still get manhandled in this one. You lose narrowly in the other one. I will say this, too. No excuses. Arkansas did play well, largely, at Alabama. That's a big ask. These are the two best teams they played maybe all year. You played them back to back over a three day span, both road games,
0: both senior nights, and
1: I won't make any excuses, but that is a big ass for any mm. team. No,
0: there's not a there's not a team in the country that has harder last three games in Arkansas. Nobody. Auburn. They play the same three. <laughs> <laughs> do they, do they got two. On two on the road. The road. Okay. Yeah, they're at the two Alabama ones ones the road. And, okay. Yeah, okay. but they do get okay. Um, okay.
2: the last game at home against Tennessee.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that then. But then they're just as hard.
2: <laughs> and, yeah. And I did the numbers earlier this season, about halfway through. Auburn and Arkansas had the hardest remaining schedule. But I, and I said this last night and yesterday, if you look at the uh, the teams that Arkansas had to play twice in the SEC. It's Kentucky, it's Alabama, it's Missouri, it's A and M, it's all tournament teams who are top twenty-five, top NET. And now it's helping your net ranking. Yeah. But I, I wonder, is it kind of like in baseball? You know, you hear about the grind in the SEC, and the, I've heard the Razorback coaches talk about it. You're just, you're beat out, you're beat down, you're worn out at the end of the year, and you get to the NCAA tournament, you can just take a breath. It's like, whoo, we're out of the SEC. Is that the grind that they went through this year with the basketball team, B- playing that tough of a schedule? Or are they just worn out, beat down, and can they recover once they get out of SEC play?
0: Well, I think, on, and also on top of that, they were playing from behind. They got they started off so bad. You add add to that the pressure of you had a lot of must win games early on when you yeah. were, when you started off so poorly. You're trying to get do anything you can to get back to 500. You kind of get to 500, and then it's you kind of go okay, you know everything's good. Oh, <laughs> we, we got Alabama, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee Kentucky. Kentucky. So yeah. I mean, it, it's and on top of everything else, they're they're young. I mean, they're still young, and they're trying to figure it out. I mean, they're they're still trying to figure out. I mean, get used to playing yeah. with Nick Smith, and and hope mm-hmm. and and I mean him him lighting it up against Georgia is one thing, but it's like you know. Tennessee's a different monster. Alabama's a different monster. Kentucky's a different monster. And those are the types of teams moving forward that you're going to see to to stay alive. If there
1: is one thing Arkansas looked like, it needed after last night is rest. And the good news is it's Tuesday game. And you cold, may gotten smoked. Maybe that <laughs> I'm sure. But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get off now. Kentucky plays tonight at home, albeit against a Vanderbilt team that's surging. So. I love the fact that they're going to get some time off, some rest, and I expect them to come out and play really well on Saturday. I
0: do too. Yeah, I would not be surprised if Vanderbilt beat popped Kentucky. them. They can score. Now I, their defense is, but they can hang eighty, eighty-five on you in a heartbeat. Mm. I mean, they got they got Ask some, Arkansas. They got some, yeah, or ninety-seven. But, <laughs> yeah, but they they can they can get on a roll offensively and. Kentucky's playing better defensively. It's going to be an interesting game to watch. Mm -hmm.
2: Brian Edwards had a tweet today about that game. Uh, You may want to go look it up if you're uh, wanting to put some money on the game. But uh, basically the team, the underdogs, have done really well, and especially Vanderbilt at Kentucky. Uh, keeping it uh, the losses to single digits, and they're a double-digit dog tonight. So it seems like Vanderbilt might be the play tonight.
1: I had a discussion last night or this morning, I guess, on Twitter with a friend of mine, and um, he was asking about the NAT ranking. He's like, you know, in the past I was saying, why didn't Arkansas move up after winning? a game, they would drop in the NET. said, now I'm asking, how are they staying the same after losing? I said, what we should be asking is, how come we don't understand the NET at all? So Arkansas loses last night, got thumped last night. They were 14th in the NET going in. They're 14th in the NET coming out. Just like we did say, there's nothing we got right. Mm -hmm. The last two games are not going to hurt you if you lose on the road. It's not going to kill you. It'll (laughs) hurt you a little bit to lose at home to Kentucky because it's a home game, but it won't kill you because, again, Kentucky's surging as well. So here's the other thing that kind of stood out to me. I was started looking through the NET numbers this morning. Of the top 14 teams, of which Arkansas is one of them, they are the only team in the top 14 with a losing record against quad one opponents. And the worst, there were like two teams, I think, that maybe are 500 against quad ones. Arkansas is three and eight against quad ones. So I don't know what they did with the rest of their schedule, but I guess i got to tip my cap to Musk because whether it was intentional or lucky, they played enough good teams where their ranking is still that high against – after poor
0: doing poorly against top opponents, yeah, I was looking at that yesterday, and I couldn't figure i mean we don't get I, it i couldn't, <laughs> no. i mean i'm I'm doing the games and i'm like I'm like I'm researching it and and I have to do it like three you know I'm not smart enough to retain it, you know so i'm but I'm like that can't be right. I saw fourteen, and I was like, there's no way that can be right, it just cannot be right, and then you'd start and again it, the quad one thing is. Is huge. The more Quad One and games, obviously, you have, obviously, the more it's going to benefit you. If you can win, you know, like Arkansas has done, a, l- a few of them. If you go five hundred, you're gold. Mm-hmm.
2: You have to go down to Maryland at twenty. They've got a three and eight also against Quad One. Three and eight record against Quad One teams. Their their record against Quad Two teams is actually better than Arkansas's. at six and one. Arkansas's four and two. So it it does. It's it's one of those. It's a head scratcher. Arkansas's ten and one in quad three games, while Maryland's only three and zero. They've got a bunch of quad four. Maybe that's the key. Arkansas doesn't have a lot of quad Quad four games.
0: are not good. And that's
2: uh, Anthony Ruda, who does the scheduling for Arkansas. That's what I was trying to
1: say. Yeah, the schedule obviously worked in their favor.
2: And I saw one of the guys in Northwest Arkansas tweet, uh, so many of the non-conference games that Arkansas has played, those teams are like at the top of their conference trying to get into the NCAA tournament. The record's great. And so it just turned out the teams that they play that we look over as a mid-major that's just an easy game. Well, those teams are having really good seasons. But that
1: was my suggestion: is it luck or is it by design? And again, you can know, like you could have looked at, let's just say, you know, the ASUN, for example, because that's a conference I cover. You knew Liberty was going to be good. You know, maybe you didn't know Kennesaw was going to be good, but if you scheduled Liberty this year, you knew what you were getting. Yeah. And you got leagues like that all over the country. You're like, if you pl- if you play St. Mary's this year, you know what you're getting. Like, you're not trying to get a little rollover yeah. win. You're trying to schedule something you don't know be a competitive. But I don't know if Arkansas <laughs> planned all that, or maybe they just got lucky. These teams did a little better than expected. But
2: yeah, probably one of their worst wins is uh, the game in Hawaii against Louisville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're thinking that's another great you know game for Arkansas. You get to go to Hawaii and you get three awesome games, and you one got, of them turns you have out to be thinking bad. We beat
0: Louisville. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a feather in our cap. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah, Joe. Or, what
2: do you do, coach-wise? Would y'all just forget about this game, or do you go back and watch it when you when you lay an egg like this? What do you do?
0: No, you gotta you gotta address this one. I mean, you gotta you gotta appeal um, again because it was such a, a physical whipping. I mean, they're, they're, and there's some, and again, I'm not I'm not saying that they quit or anything, but there's some effort things in there yeah. that are. That are glaring loose at, balls. Right. Oh my gosh! No, no, those are the things you got to. You got to be like, look, man, I'll take a butt whipping, but I'm not going to take a butt whipping like this. Right. You know, I'll, you, you you smack you Mike Tyson me and beat me like a drum, I'm I'm cool with it. But I'm not losing to Tex Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> I get knocked out by Tex Cobb. You know, I'm gonna. And I'm not saying that. But a lot of the things that were happening were were not so much tennessee who's great but it's just not being ready to play not mentally being where you need to be offensively defensively not in tune not you know not on edge uh a step slow and again a lot of that's not you don't go into the game intentionally thinking that but it's got to be pointed out to where you better you better tighten things up boys or there's a lot more of this coming
1: they didn't play with any desperation at all. No, i that's a great. That's a great way to point it. I mean, I'm looking in there and I'm like, are they, did these guys like they hit some mushrooms before they came out there? They just—it was very lackadaisical. I mean, there were guys like looking around, like, no, no, that's your rebound. Go get that board. There's no effort made. Yeah. It's one thing to get out muscled by a dude because they got some dudes. Yeah. And let's not forget Tennessee's a very physical team. But you weren't even like to Joe's point—you're not even trying. You're like you're like looking at it like, can somebody get that? You get it.
0: Go get it. Yeah, there's desperation's a good. Good work. Or on edge, you just you don't have that mental intensity. That it looked like they've have. been
1: sitting in the studio this yesterday. They got high on bleach. I don't know what the deal was. It just looked like they were glossed over. I mean, <laughs> I mean the whole night.
0: I mean, you got guys
1: literally like loving they're...
0: what you did with the place. while I was Thank gone. you, Joe.
1: They got play. They got guys last night again. I, w- I could call out one or two, but there's a lot of guys that did it. First of all, you're making very <laughs> high risk, low reward passes. You're trying to feed it between two guys to Mikhail Mitchell at the elbow. Why? Who cares? I mean, Makai Mitchell. Who cares? What's he going to do with it? What difference does it make? Why are we forcing that pass? Why are we throwing the ball right to them in transition? I mean, literally a couple times, Black came down. I won't name names. Threw it right to the other team. I'm like, what are you looking at? What are you trying to do here?
2: Two in a row at a crucial point. Arkansas just made a little bit of a run. I think it was like seven or nine in the second half. And you're thinking, okay, well, maybe here, it's going to be like Alabama. They're going to make their run and get back in it back-to-back turnovers, and I think that was a five-point swing. I think that's because yeah, Biscoe hit, hit the three, three yeah. and then they got a dunk. So yeah, instead of going for seven you, or nine, you got the ball to get it seven. It's a 14-point game. You're like, well, yeah. throw, that's throwing Throw bad. it out of bounds. Yeah. Instead
1: of a pick six, <laughs> it's like a pick eight. Like, they got a two-point yeah. conversion, too. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. Anyway, I, 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 I think you got to wash your hands. Maybe we can learn something from the tape, Joe, but you're right. I think you can definitely point out the lack of effort. And you
0: don't dwell on it, but you got to make sure you get your point across. You don't want to sit in there for two hours and watch it, but you need to you need to just you need need to make sure they all understand that Saturday the same thing's coming if you if you bring that.
1: Yeah, you better bring intensity against them. Uh, other winners last night we mentioned a Ole Miss. We didn't understand the line, and understandably so, although it was relatively competitive sixty nine sixty one. I will give Ole Miss credit, even when Kermit was there. I thought their effort was good. I mean, they play tight games. They just couldn't win much this year, and I hate it because I think I know you have a ton of respect for him too, and I'm sure if he no, wants they, to coach you again, de- he will.
0: They've been doing that all year. Yeah, they just. They they find, I mean, it's amazing. Find ways to lose. I mean, it is, I mean, amazing. I
1: read that he's going to stay on as an ambassador at Ole Miss and not try to coach again, at least in the near future. Well,
0: I think that's part of his buyout. Okay. So, and it's, I would substantial. You do that too. I would I would definitely do that. Ambassador, <laughs> me, just
2: don't bash the program. You, stay like,
0: away. Do whatever. Just don't don't bash. Go you. play golf and drink beer. Yeah. With the with the alumni. Uh, Hey, Arkansas, I can do that for you. If you you need, I can can help
1: you out. Did Florida look remotely like a tournament team last night? I mean, they've had a couple of games to adjust after Castleton now.
0: They're dangerous from the standpoint they're they're having to go small, okay? Uh, And last night, Richards and their freshman, uh, Kugel, and then Myron Jones, they had three guys who just, man, they balled out last night. I mean, they were getting in the paint and... Hitting threes and the ball was moving, and so I I don't know, but they're they're a team like you go in there and goofing off, and I mean because they're gonna they're gonna drive you, they're gonna spread you out, and they're they got they got four guys on the perimeter that could all get in there, and they do a great job of moving the ball. At least last night they were, I mean they were shifting the defense, and then when they were getting it, guys were running at them, and they were blowing by them, and I mean it it, it was they, I mean, they played really, really good. They share
1: the same affliction as Vanderbilt. I think, though, they don't have enough wins. I think, I think they're going to be a 500-ish team in league play, and they're not going to have enough to I mean, get in.
0: I think I don't know that they can sustain anything in the tournament, but they definitely they could they could win a couple. Well,
1: the problem is I don't want them
0: upset a team like I don't know. Arkansas. <laughs> South
1: Carolina uh, lost at Mississippi State last night, closer than most people would have expected. Uh, 74-68, the final. Take a couple calls here. Hit a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll take some more calls. We've got some first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. uh Asher record live fan feedback if you want to hit us up, 661-1037. And at 1045, we've got Hagan Smith. We'll talk about the game tonight. Ask him what uh, what's going on with the pitching staff, what he's seeing. And this is a big night, Wes. We haven't touched on baseball at all, but Zach Morris, an mm. opportunity. I'm not going to say that they're going to wash their hands if he didn't pitch well tonight, but certainly he could do himself a lot of good by playing well tonight or pitching we, well, effectively. We uh, Illinois State. And Morris has struggled early, mm-hmm. but he's a guy they certainly leaned on a lot last year, had a lot of good moments, and they need him to get back to form if they're going to have a shot. Uh, Navy Mike, what's – oh, th- bummer. Sorry, guys. J.W., how are you?
3: Oh, man, I'm laid up in the ER bed, mm. dealing with kidney stones, listening to you guys on the app.
1: Well, I guess it could be oh, worse. Yeah. Sorry to hear that.
3: It's a good, yeah, at least I get a day off, huh? There you go. Are you, the they,
1: they giving you some dope?
3: Oh man, I'm on some Dilaudid, dude. If I was an <laughs> addict, this to be the drug of choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but my question is, man, with with playing Alabama on the road and then having to go play Tennessee on the road, how much was that a factor last night? Just probably being spent everything you had trying to beat Alabama, but an, a collective group just played bad. Mm. Black had eight turnovers or whatever. It just seemed like they were not in it. I just wonder if that is a coaching issue of not having the guys ready to play that bad, or is it just that they're just playing two top teams on the road and back-to-back within, like, three days? I'll and I'll hang up and listen to Thanks, buddy. Good luck, yeah. J.W. Hey,
0: hang in there, bud. I think another problem on that is you've got two really – although Alabama's very good defensively, you've got two very, very different teams. I mean they are hmm. at different ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Alabama wants they want to rebound it and go. I mean they want they want they want to track me. And Tennessee is going to grab put those bigs in there yeah. and they're going to beat the hell out of you and they're going to rebound it and old school you to death and so Don't you think
1: a team that wants to show Arkansas that they're as athletic or more athletic is a better matchup for Arkansas? Absolutely.
0: I think Alabama's a much better I I don't I if they're I would rather see Alabama than Tennessee in the tournament.
1: Huh. Like, Kentucky's a lot more like Alabama, right? They're going to try to get up and down there. Think, yeah. And that's they're, why we saw what Arkansas did to them now, the first the, time.
0: the thing the and again, Tennessee struggles to score. I mean, they get 75 last night, you're looking more but you know, they're like Mississippi State. They they they're, they're going to you're going to play their way. Just get ready. You're not <laughs> And A&M's that way, too. You are going to play the way they want to play. Alabama, if they play any of those three teams, they're playing that way. I I don't care who you are. You're going to play a grind it, defensive, half-court, muck it up, you know, nine out of ten times. There'll be a misnomer in there where you can, you know, get some things going and, and you might blow them out. But those three teams are excellent at making you play to their style.
1: All right, let me get one more call in here, and we'll hit some more on the other side. If you want to line them up, 661-1037. Gary, what's up? Welcome.
4: Hey. uh, Really disappointed from last night. A couple things that stood out to me. It's two games in a row, Anthony Black. And I hate to call out players by name, but Steve Sullivan did it on Twitter, so he's nicer than me, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. (laughs) He he made some passes last night. He, He just looked like he didn't care. And I know he does. And then uh, Graham. Yeah, Graham comes in, and I've been like, put Graham in, put Graham in. He never, he never asked for the ball. He he was outside the lane three or four feet on the opposite side of the ball and never came across to ask for the ball. I'm like, dude, what, do you want to play? <laughs> I mean, and then to top it off, Joe, your your good buddy, has to say that uh, it's a it's all ball block on uh, Anthony Black, mm-hmm. and, but he
0: came back and, and what, apologized for that. I saw that. I mean, he said he was yeah, wrong. Yeah, but you so, guys, I, mean, I mean, cut him not, I cut him some slack, man. I mean, two or three times. You're watching the same replay we're watching. And he said he said, he said, said he, and he said he was wrong. Did he not?
2: Yeah, he was looking at the ball in the hand. And, I mean,
0: he missed it, Yeah, but he admitted it. So, I mean, I've seen that on Twitter, too. You need to get off of that. I mean, you could go to my game I, last I night.
4: I, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't get off of Joe. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't like him. He's, he's he's a know-it-all, and he, he talks too much. And that's my opinion. Really? That's just my opinion.
0: Well, you're um, entitled uh, to it.
4: Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Gary,
1: All thank right. you Thank you for the call. <laughs> you're welcome. That was very magnanimous, Joe.
0: Um, the color I mean, guy
2: doesn't talk. That's kind of a problem.
0: Right. And, but they're talking about Graham, I mean, you touched on it. If he doesn't rebound, he ain't playing. That's yeah. that's and I mean if I was assistant coach up there, I would grab him and put him in the room and go, You, you mad that you're not playing? Yeah, yeah, I, I wanna play, coach. Here's how you play. You know, get me get me five six boards a game and we'll play you all you want. Yeah. But you got your six ten, you got to rebound. Mm. You can't you can't play like you six two. We got a lot of six two, six five. We got all. We got all that crap. We need. We need you to play like he's six ten, and he. You know, and sometimes he doesn't play like he's six ten, and and he know, can jump. I mean, that's the thing. He's so explosive. Get, and again, this is part of Arkansas's problem with, and it's a part of. It's a problem across everybody, not just Arkansas. Young kids and players are so enamored on scoring, 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 scoring. If they they don't score, you know
1: they're not going to the other end to play.
0: Right. And it's like it's like, dude, man, and then they come out of the game and they're like, why are you take me out? Well, you missed three shots in a row and you're giving me nothing at the other end. You're turning the ball over, you're not in rotation defensively, your guys blowing by you and you're not rebounding. So either make your shots or sit down. <laughs> you know, and that's the whole thing. You got to play the whole game and and what what happens is these guys who play the whole game, they end up making a good pass. They get to the free throw line and they relax and they get a little self-confidence. And guess what? You shoot the ball better. But you go out there and everything is predicated on me making threes. Man, you good luck with that one. You better you better be you better be a dude that can shoot it at the next level. Cause you're gonna you're gonna be in and out like a yo-yo in college basketball.
1: Joe Klein got up at 4 a.m. to be with us today, and I applaud him for that, and I appreciate him and the fact that he didn't jump on anybody who came at him. I applaud him because if I was real tired Mm. after getting up at 4 a.m., I probably would have jumped on somebody's throat. Anyway, but everybody's entitled to their own opinion. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get more from you. I'm going to be nice to you. I know better.
2: (laughs) It's tax time. Put that tax refund to work. Guatney Chevrolet is willing to match, if you buy new, $1,000, up to $1,000 on a down payment on your tax refund. And they'll take a look uh, at your W-2, and you could qualify for $500 in down payment assistance. So, tax time's not a bad time at Guatney Chevrolet. It's a good time. Put those tax dollars to work. Head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, but first, go to the website. See all the inventory, all the great vehicles. They got some good deals right now. 2.99% financing on Silverados, and they've got a lot to choose from. Same deal. 2.99% financing on the Equinox. And they're still paying top dollar. They want to see your vehicle. They want trade-ins. They want good trade-ins. If you got a quality car, truck, SUV, you will be surprised at what you can get for $5,000 over the book value. You can pay off your note, have some extra cash to put down on a new vehicle and have an even lower payment. It's all happening at Quatney Chevrolet, the Gregory Street Exit in Jacksonville. The Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661
0: 1037 and give us your thoughts. If I wrote you a sentence.
1: 10:37. Busy day today. We got Hagen Smith coming up in about seven, eight minutes, so we're gonna have to get to it. HB sitting in for Christian, who's off today, back tomorrow. Big Joe Klein sitting in for Big Joe Klein, and uh, Wes is here. Justin Anchory, glad to be with you. Let's run through some calls, shall we? I'm sure you've got some first Arkansas so Bank and Trust text line offerings as well. Wes, Jerry's in Hot Springs. Jerry, welcome to the zone. How are you? I'm great. You? I'm good. Thank you.
3: Good. Hey Joe. Yes. I've got sir. A yes. Sir. Um, I uh, loved your career, watched it in college, so forth. Easy. you. Enjoyed I like you, Olympic I
0: like you and all that fun stuff. Um, but how tall out. are they? The twins? Really?
4: Six sure? ten. They sure don't look it
3: I think well, well, one of them listed six
0: eleven. Six 6'10". Yeah. I mean it's that yeah. it depends on fro or no fro. 6'10". 6'10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm but sure. I mean I I mean they look they look Six ish to me. I mean, maybe a little – well, and, you know, they didn't play very big last night. Have you so.
2: heard anything on McHale? Because, you know, he was dealing with a, a foot injury at one point, And I look back last night in the last four games, he hasn't been playing a lot and he hasn't been playing well. And So, I, right. I you know, because we never know. And, and I hate to blame a kid because right. and, and he could be dealing with an injury. Right. Like cool. Kamani. You know, Kamani played last night for the first time. Did you know he was in a boot against Alabama? I didn't know he had been hurt, but I look back. He didn't play against Georgia or Florida. Everybody played except for Kamani. And then I saw him get more. off of the bench, and he had a boot on, but he played last night. No, I, I, we don't, don't know about injuries. I, since I don't that. know how Kel is. No, I hadn't heard that. Go ahead, Jerry.
3: Okay. Uh, the only thing else I got is uh, I love Coach Mus, I really do. I love his energy, everything about it. Uh, he's a good recruiter, straightforward. But oh. I cannot understand when we're going against big, and that's how everybody talks about we don't go big too. So last year, after the tournament, we got to have bigger players, longer players. And we're not playing them against them. I don't understand it. Thanks you, for the call. Last night, That's
2: Joe, there was a time Arkansas had Graham as their center. Right. And it was four guards. And I know you're grasping for things and trying to find something that works, but I'm just like, Tennessee is so big and physical and you're going small. I, I just, well, how is that going to help?
0: You're trying to get them to play your way. And like mm. we just talked about, Mississippi State, Tennessee, A&M, it's hard to get them to deviate from the way they play. I mean, they're just – they're they're great at it. And
1: Arkansas's so, only chance to score it looked like, though, mm, Joe, was in transition.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you. Half-court offense was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was awful.
1: I didn't like – the other thing, too, and this may be nitpicky and maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Feel free to point that out. You always no, have I in the past. <laughs> but – uh When the guards attacked largely, and there were a couple really impressive shots, I thought, but guys didn't attack the rim. They sort of went, you know, kind of glancing away from it and trying to hit some kind of tough bank shot with a defender coming at him, as opposed to attacking
0: the rim and the defender. Yeah, I mean, I had it in my game last night. They had a little guard named Hill who I really like, and he did a great job last night for Georgia. If he'd get in there and that big would come and he would jump stop. And he a couple times got him in the air. A couple times he pivoted and passed it out for a wide-open three instead of trying to shoot a running right-hand or left-hand shot over a seven-footer, which is a a very low percentage shot. And so I think, you know, you're talking about wanting to get penetration. When you drive in there like that and you jump stop, it's just like getting some post action, throwing it into the post. I mean, everybody's going to turn around and look. And, you're, you know, people, autom- you know, it's people ball watch. And so they turn around, they lose sight of your man. So your guard can become like a post player. If, you know, and a lot of times that's a better thing because they're better passers. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, you get in there sometimes and it, it's youth or whatever. And you think you got to score because you're going to the basket. But you watch the pros, you know, Nash was great at uh, dribbling all the way down the baseline. He, didn't, he wouldn't have anything. He'd dribble down the baseline and come out the other side, and then he'd start whipping passes from behind the defense. And Jason Kidd did, would always do a good job of getting in there and jump stopping and pivoting, and now he's slicing you up. They'd start cutting and mm-hmm. moving guys, and, you know, you'd, you'd slice them up. So, I mean, I think that's not just an Arkansas thing. I think that's a – I think you see a lot of guards doing that. It's a great lesson. I feel, I feel schooled. Mike's in Lone Oak. Mike, welcome to the zone.
4: Hey, guys. Yeah, I, I heard a lot about what i seen last night. But the big, as far as what I've seen in the big, come on, guys. When you're running down the courts, you don't run over your guard. What? I mean, when the game first started, bad. they was just the daisiest. I was yes. like, friendly fire! <laughs> that
3: was
0: bad. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't uh, miss first play. Play. He
1: stopped and I think it was Mitchell ran over him and he <laughs> fumbled it away and then go the other yeah. way. It's like, oh, my gosh, Steve kind of
2: cut across the grain, slowed down, and just got plastered by his own guy.
4: Down there, took him out.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, that was a, that was at the first of the game, and then from then on, it just kept getting worse and worse.
0: That sounds like These some bad news yeah.
4: They need to look at last year's game. Mm-hmm. Williams is standing there and take a hit. These guys get out of the way. I mean, I don't understand that. They did that shit like three or four. Graham oh, did it oh, last night. Oh, did Yeah.
1: Mike, Mike, <laughs> we're <laughs> frustrated. Mike's wound up. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: they, get out, they get out of the way. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm awake
0: now. I'm, yeah. I am. Awake. I was dragging there a little bit. Mike, I, Mike. I
1: really appreciate your passion. You got to keep your s bombs to a minimum. But listen, hang in there. You've, you made a couple good points in there. I appreciate <laughs> no, you. Thank you.
2: Who do you think Bye. he is? Offensive coordinator for Georgia? <laughs> no doubt. Well, not anymore, right? He's in the NFL again. Yeah, Baltimore Ravens. What's up, Jim?
4: Well, a few things. One. Uh, do you think that much goes back to uh, re- recruiting of the transfer porter to older, you know, more physical? You know, yesterday was men men among boys for the most part. Uh, do you think he goes back to the transfer reporter to go get older kids second? Well, why that, does, you know, why, why do I feel like Nick Smith pushes the ball down pretty quick, Anthony Black just slowly works it up, lets everybody get down to set up? When the half court offense ain't working, why, why is he not pushing? Well, the Mitchells and few things
1: I got. yeah, their bigs are right.
0: older dudes, so I don't,
1: will, well, I don't think he will.
0: I don't think you will ever. I don't think you will ever see six, six freshmen again at Arkansas. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I think he would like two to three. And freshmen do you think that? With, do you think it would
4: have made a difference this season with Brazil being in there? Oh uh, well, yeah, you know, of is that really? Is that is that really the answer to the key down low? Is I mean, he was averaging was six
1: rebounds a game too, and he's their best three point shooter. Rim, so I'd and say he's so. A
0: good rim protector, and yeah. he's experienced.
1: Yeah. I mean, so yeah, all those things. He does all yeah, those no, things. He,
0: he and and he would at this point of the year, he would have been even better than he was at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. So I I mean, he's he's as badly missed as they miss Nick Smith. Every bit as much. That's a hmm. profound
1: statement, but I don't think there's any doubt because of his overall game. Jim, thank you for the call. Jim already gave up on us. Uh, Hagen Smith's on the other side. We're going to get to the break. Cool. Get right back. We'll talk to him about some Razorback baseball. Hogs back on the diamond today. Big Joe Klein is here. Corky's tell Hague,
0: Barbecue. Tell Hagen no. You can tell him. No S-bombs. Are you leaving? No. I'll okay. stick around. You tell
1: him not to cuss. I don't, I'm don't. i not worried about it. Is Coach Kelly
0: coming in? Yeah, I guess so. I haven't got to see him since the Super Bowl. I'm kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> I haven't got me. to see really Wes either since the Super Bowl. But I'm. Um, yeah. It's a tough day here in Razorback Land. I'm gonna leave everybody alone. Wow,
1: magnanimous Klein. Um, the uh, special today: at Corky's dollar off chicken sandwiches and chicken fried steak after four. Dining yep. only. Yep. Uh, boy, I think we're gonna we're gonna get my. Uh, I'm gonna see my oldest. He's on spring break this week. He's gonna stay with me this weekend. So we'll be doing some chicken mushroom melts, maybe some ribbies. Yeah, college. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's Seems early. Way early.
0: He, and he wanted to come stay with you.
1: He was out of ideas, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what he's doing all next week. But he's going to be with me this weekend for sure. So
0: he's got a girlfriend in, in uh,
1: he? He's got a girlfriend, but she's studying abroad, so he's having oh, a tough time. Okay, yeah, you know how it is. It's, it's a bad deal. So I know you go out of town for two days, and I know you can't stand. You got to Facetime Dana every Dana, other hour.
0: Dana's mad that I'm up here right now. I'm
1: just just saying. Dana's mad you came home early. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I thought you said five p.m. instead of five a.m. Go clean the yeah. smoker, Joe i